Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharf Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Well, well, well. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back, or uh, if this is the first time. Greetings. Greetings. Greetings from the podcast. <laughs> from the radio show podcast. Welcome to the M3 community. Mentoring for the modern musician. That's that what is, we do. That's what we do. We do the mentoring yeah, in a modern way for the musician, which is, you know, you, we're <laughs> assuming. The listener. Or you could be just friends of a musician. You could be. Who needs, who's like, you know what, dude, this musician needs some help. Or the parent who just is beside themselves. God, I, what do we do with, with these? Or the, we, or the partner who just, yeah, you know. What are we going to do with this person that I've linked my whole life to? Who I love dearly. Who's a musician. Who is tethered <laughs> to a melodic and rhythmic art form. Exactly right. For their lifeblood. You know, hey, it's going to happen. Right? It is. You're, you're, you're going to, some point, it, look, if you're not a musician or you're not in a relationship with a musician or you haven't given birth to a musician, at some point <laughs> in those, your life. Are those the three categories? Those are the three categories. <laughs> okay. You are one. You're in love with one or you gave birth to one. I suppose okay. you could have, you know, because I'm... You I've could be never, the child of one. You could be the child of one. Or you could be the par- like the parent, so you don't have to be the mom. You could be the dad. Right, you don't have to one. have given birth. You know, you could have, but you were involved somehow. Exactly. Right? Um, those are the three... At some yeah, point... you could just be a concerned friend. You could well, be. That's right. Okay, so there's a fourth right. category. But, you know... If you're a concerned friend, volunteer though, to be part of their team. If you're a concerned friend, you have an out. You do have an you out. You could decide to just not hang out with them anymore. That's true. But, you know, if the other three categories... It's tougher. It's tougher. But if you're a concerned friend, you don't have to cut them out of your life. Just send them to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Exactly. Help them and get some direction. Exactly. Help them get some words of wisdom on what it is that some of the things that you need to do to find some success... Yes. ...in, in your musical endeavors. Find some joy, man. Well, absolutely. I mean, that's part of the success, right? I mean, it's the joy. Yeah. And it's one of those chicken and egg questions where it's like, so, I mean, I think that's how most people think of it is which comes first, the joy or the success. Right. And I think what you and I have been gently prodding and and pushing for years is that you got to start with the joy. Yeah. That, that you're really probably not going to experience the success. Yeah. Because I, you know, it's funny. I, I think it, it's, I think it all starts with the joy. Right. Like nobody got into music because were... it was a drag. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's nobody that I'm surprised. ended up. There, you know, here, here's the thing. You don't want to say no. there could be. I'm always uncomfortable with these blanket statements of certainty about that nobody ever. Okay. Because so there absolutely could have been did somebody. You know, did you notice what you just said, though? No. You're always uncomfortable with these blanket I'm always, statements. I'm always right. I'm Michael, almost if always. If I told you once, I've told you a million <laughs> times, don't exaggerate. <laughs> I'm always, almost always uncomfortable with I see what right. you mean. No, but I mean, look, I've met people who are like, oh, my parents forced me to take piano lessons. Right. And it was horrible and the nuns smacked my knuckles and I haven't played in 25 years. Right. Right. But you have that knowledge so that in case you're in the Goonies right. and you, the only way to escape the pit of despair is to play the right notes on Boom. the piano. There you go. Boom. Right. Exactly. But most people like... People are in the audience going, cool. what, what they, is he talking about, talking the Goonies? About? This is a weird It's a great podcast. movie called The Goonies. The Goonies. So, just... so, but most people get into it because of the joy. Right. 
right? Well, they certainly stay with it. They stay with it because of the joy. And this is going to bring us around to our subject today. So our subject today on the podcast is... Entrepreneurism. Entrepreneurism, which is a difficult thing to say without sounding like like you're wasted. <laughs> entrepreneurism. This is entrepreneurialness. What can matter modern musicians is talking about an entrepreneurialism? No. I listened to these two drunk guys do a pod. It was weird. <laughs> they seem to have fun, though. But so entrepreneur. So the idea being today, um, how is it as a musician that it's important for you to think of yourself as an entrepreneur? Right. Well, you know what? It's. It, I actually would go a little bit further than that. And okay. I would say it's not just important to think of yourself as an entrepreneur. It's important to realize that you are one. Okay. Whether you like it or Fair not. Fair enough. Yes, I like that. Right. I like and that. I remember, God, just you and I more than times than I can count <laughs> talking about, you know, I didn't get into music for this man. <laughs> you know? No, exactly. Going, I didn't get into music to book gigs, man. I didn't get into music to market myself and to figure drive out. A, drive a van all over. <laughs> all over. To deal with producers and... and I, you know, booking agents and blah, 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 you and know. here's the thing, though, you kind of did. You, here's it, well, it's not that you did; it's that you need to realize that that's part of it, right? Right? You know, I, I, you could think of everybody's. Uh, there's for most people, mm-hmm. there is a part of their job that isn't their favorite part of their job. True. Right. 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 Even if you love what you do, right? You know, you're a college professor, and you love teaching. Yeah. If you want to get promoted, you have to write and publish. Right. True. And maybe you don't like that. True. Or maybe it's the opposite. True. Maybe you got as, you're a college professor because you love to write. Right. And you got to teach. Right. Pay the right. Bills, right. 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 Or at least you got to teach that intro section that nobody <laughs> wants to teach. Right. Uh, professor, is this going to be on the quiz? <laughs> exactly. So, so exactly. But, you're, no, you're exactly right. So there's right. always going to be, no matter what's going on in your career, there's always going to be something about it that you aren't necessarily thrilled about now that the the entrepreneurial piece of being a musician in the modern world mm-hmm. right which is why we call this mentoring for the modern, modern musicians. Musician. we're not talking about mentoring musicians from the 40s or or the 80s or the 80s or the 90s exactly it's a different world man you know what i mean pearl jam sold right. nine hundred and eighty-five thousand copies of their record which one was it was it versus or 10 i think it was that whatever the first yeah. record was yeah um in a week. Right. Almost a million copies. I heard the bass player talk about this. I think it was yeah. the bass player. He's like, yeah. I didn't understand how many that was. And then I thought, man, imagine crossing the street 985,000 <laughs> times. That's crazy, man. So, but, you know, that's not, that's where they were just right. like, you know, we're just going to hang in our practice space. Right. Our, <laughs> right, right, right. That's not the world we live in right now, even if you're Lady Gaga. Right. Even if you are at that level, there's other things you need to do now. Definitely. That you didn't need to do then. Right. Well, social there was media. no social. Right. right. There was exactly. no social. So, so I mean, everybody at every level of the music industry now right. is, if they're happy and successful, mm-hmm. are being more entrepreneurial about what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right? for sure. All right. So then- the question that we were talking about. The, what, okay, what so, when, so let's, just, let's just pause for a second about okay. that and, and just d- maybe define the term a little bit, entrepreneurial. Okay. You know, because that is, a, a, it, I mean. Okay. <laughs> so that's, it feels like a fairly new term. You know, when 
when we were young. Oh, right. That you wasn't know, a thing. That wasn't a thing. Well, yeah, I mean, there were people, there were business people that were creating different business models and right. different ideas and that were always out for the hustle and out for the game and out yeah. for the challenge. And, I mean, and, there's always been entrepreneurs. Right, right. Right, but I don't think that it was something that people talked about. So it's, it's And it's a little different than being a business person. Right, this is right? true. This is entrepreneurial is somebody who is, through their own self-starter-ness, <laughs> are looking at ways to increase their revenue through their business endeavor. Right. Right. right? And, and and without necessarily the mechanism of working their way up the ladder. Right. Without you know without, without a big massive corporate structure, without other without other people doing all of the things for them. Right. So I, I and I wanted to back up and talk about this a little bit because I have two current favorite examples. Okay. Um, one, of course, would be Gary V. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Gary V, if, any, if you, was one of the great things about us doing a podcast is that because of, you know, with everything else, with work, there's, research it. there's things you do to research it. So, right. so when we, we started podcast, this endeavor, we didn't, we didn't want to have a podcast and not know what podcasts. Right, we want to listen to what we think are good podcasts. Right. And find people it's that like do if you're, when, when we're producing a record. We were, right. We do the research and go, okay, so we're producing a country record. Yep. I'm going to do nothing but listen to country music for the next three <laughs> weeks. Exactly, exactly. All right. That are it's in our, the genre. This is an R&B record, all R&B for the next three weeks. Exactly. We're doing a punk record. All punk. All punk, all the time. All the time. We're doing a singer-songwriter. All singer-songwriters. Exactly. And so, since we're, now that we're going to do, you know, we decided, I don't remember how long ago, we're going to do a, an, in, an insightful, informative, entertaining podcast. Right. So... We need to make sure that we're listening to insightful, informative, entertaining podcasts. Yes, and actually, you know what? This is a good, and I'm going to do a quick side, and then I'll come back to Gary mm-hmm. V. Um, we've talked about having a radio show, which this really is, too, because it actually gets Absolutely, broadcast live. Absolutely, because it's on um, the Edge Radio. On the Edge Radio. But we, then we, we catalog it as a, as a podcast. We've been which talking about you can about, listen to on iTunes. That's, that's right, iTunes. Hopefully you are. Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Um, we've been talking about having a radio show for 25 years. Yes, you know what I mean? Since Absolutely. the first time we ever did a radio interview right. as, as artists, and mm-hmm. they were like, well, you're really good at this. You should, you should have a show. You should have a radio show. <laughs> 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 put on a show. I've got a barn. I've got some costumes to put on a show. <laughs> we, and you're, yes, we, and that's something that we've been right. thinking about. That's cool. Yeah. And that's creative and fun, and, mm-hmm. and, and we had it in the back of our head that this would be something we do. But now when it came time to put rubber to the road and right. actually do it, now we it's didn't not just, just wing it. hey, let's, I've got a bar and I've got right. some costumes. Let's we didn't just wing it. We went and did the research and did the same thing that you would do if you had decided, um, if you got a gig playing bass for uh, Muse. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Muse's bass player couldn't tour and right. you got the gig. You are going to dive into their catalog right. and you're going to go listen to everything they've done and listen to all the live stuff because you want to be prepared. You want to be in it. Exactly. That is part of that is being entrepreneurial. That is Completely. that is a thing that that is always. But here's the thing: all successful musicians. Oh, let's not say all. Most of the successful musicians I can think of in the history of that I know about of people being working musicians. <laughs> most of them. I just wonder if you could say that any more convoluted. <laughs> musicians. <laughs> most of the successful musicians I've ever encountered and or read about mm-hmm. and or known have been relentless in their prep work. Right. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That they're they of course they play their instrument and they you know know their scale modes and they have a great tone, yes. but they know everything about the artist they're playing with and the genre and and not because they have to, but because it's joyous and right. that's part of their career. Well, and you know what though? But maybe sometimes it is because they have to. Right. You okay. know. Sure. Here's the thing. What's great about your description there is what it does is it describes anybody in the business setting who knows they're going to have to go and interest the marketplace right. in whatever it is that they are trying to sell right. or market. Right. Right. If you are going to, you know, use your example, be the, be the replacement bass player for Muse, mm-hmm. you are going to, if you're going to be successful at this, you are going to go and learn every single song. Yeah. Look for any live stuff that you can find to see if they do variations. Yep. You're going to listen to the bootlegs. Yep. You're going to learn all of that. Yep. You're going to immerse yourself in that. Yep. Because now when you go to market your product, which is you. Right. You are going to be the best version of that that you can be. Right. And, I'm, and uh, that's what I mean about entrepreneurial. Yes. Being business. Whether you like it or not. Right. Whether it tickles your fancy or not. Whether you think that you can exist as an artist side by side. With this idea of being a commodity, right? A business person. Right. It's the simple. That's just the way it is, right? And you can either either fight the machine, as Bruce Hornsby would say, "That's just the way it is," <laughs> and some things will never change. That's, that's just the way it is. It is. It is. It is. Okay, it is. It is. Can I tell you how much I like that you came up with a Bruce Hornsby reference? Come on, man. How do I, how do I not come up with that? That's amazing. One? All right, so bring it back to Gary V. Well, just so I just want to finish that thought yeah, yeah. really quickly. That I because I love the that you brought up the example of the replacement musician because that's the working musician, yes, right? We're all looking to be working musicians, whether you are looking to be someone's support, right. or you are looking to be the front person, the right. artist, right? You are still looking to be yes. a working musician, yeah, right? Okay, good so point. you are a product. Yeah, I know you don't like to think of yourself that way, and or some of you, and I know that it makes you uncomfortable mm-hmm. to think about marketing yourself, right? And think about the fact that you are a product, right? But you are a commodity. Yes, it's all about the value add. Yep, right. And so let's just—I want you to keep that in the back of your mind while we're talking about the rest of of what we've come here to to try to lay out a little bit today about right. entrepreneurial. About entrepreneurial. So I brought up Gary V. Yes. So Gary V, he, he's got, I mean, Gary V, if you don't know who he is, just go type in Gary V, Gary V-E-E yeah. in any social yeah. um, and or YouTube and he's got right. these amazing things. And But he does this thing now where he's committed to content tw- like- it feels like twenty four seven. He so new new podcasts every day, and and because it's really all about his life as in his his right. existence. But he is what he describes as a born entrepreneur. A born entrepreneur, and this is why I love you bringing him up because there are in all the the discussions I've talked to, I've I've read about. Um. There 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 are two different ways people describe themselves in terms of business yeah. and entre- entrepreneurism, mm-hmm. entrepreneurialism, entrepreneurishness, being an entrepreneur, um, is a the born, entrepreneurial spirit. The, the, right. The born entrepreneur, Gary right. Vee is a great example. Yeah, but, who but in the was, music, what, making $15,000 a weekend selling baseball cards when he was... Not what, quite. Like, he was, he, I think he was like doing three grand a month, I mean a week. Uh, three grand a week. Swapping baseball cards. 12? 
yeah, like 12, 13 right. years old. I mean, didn't, but before that, like he, not know, to get something, he didn't have a lemonade not stand. Not to like get a, he, he had, know. he had a lemonade stand, but then he had somebody else run it. And then he got like six other kids to have different lemonade stands. And he would spend all of his time looking at the signs right. and looking at the best place to make the signs play because he was thinking about people's attention. He was thinking about right. the chase. Yes. He's right. also made a lot of money because that's the byproduct of what he's doing. But he right. is a guy who is, was that kid. He's the born entrepreneur. And I can tell you in the music business, I remember reading about a lot of people like this. Mm-hmm. Puffy. Right. P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, who is now... Love. Just love. Or brother love. Brother love. But he, when I remember reading a story about him when he was, uh, again, 11, 12 right. years old. He had like 13 or 14 paper routes that he had other people doing and they would give him a cut of that. Right. So, I mean, that's, that in, I had a paper route. One paper route. I couldn't even remember how to keep people, you know, paying me every week. I, right. You know, I didn't remember right. to do collecting every week. Yeah. So, so, but that brother love, who formerly P Diddy, mm-hmm. um, Sean Combs, Sean Combs had. I love how many names he's had. It's, it's awesome. I love that so much. And the more names he he's changed to, the more I like it. Absolutely, it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and again, this is separate. That's someone. This who's, is this is regardless someone who's, of what you think of him as a musician. That's someone who is born with the entrepreneurial it's spirit. Born with the entrepreneurial spirit. That is, and I don't know that you can, like, imitate that. No. That is a thing. All right. If I, someone had tried to explain that to me when I had my paper route, I would have just gotten so exhausted. I was I was tired doing one paper route. I know. I just couldn't right because I couldn't that, have understood. Yeah. Oh, you farm it out and have other people no. do things. Be like a district manager, kind of. You know, no. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't have understood. No. That is born entrepreneurial, yes. right? I don't think right. either you or I are fit into that category. No. We got into music, into the music industry as artists. Right. Right. And then floated into these different areas yeah. where we really felt passionate and where we had some skill and where, where it worked best for us. Absolutely. So being artists were fun and was awesome. That's not where we had our most success. Right. Producing, mentoring, helping other people. Um, be the get, best versions of be themselves. the best versions of themselves. That's where we went. That's right. that's where our path led us. And 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 by doing that, it was necessary for us to become more entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial. about how we do it. Yeah. Right. Because there's not you don't go get a degree on that. Right. In in that. And right. specific, I mean, you can, but it's, you still get out, then you still got to find your own work. So exactly. So it's it's about what what entrepreneurs would talk about is hustle. And grind right. and all this stuff. And all they're talking about is doing it. Right. Right. Just it do the work. Do the work. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. It's no. just do the work. Absolutely. All right. So then there's this other guy that I love listening to. And there's a bunch of podcasts that are great. Podcasts are awesome. You can listen to them when you're working out. You know what I mean? Just something that feels productive. Definitely. More productive than just watching another episode of Person of Interest. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Although that show's amazing. Right, it's like crack. You have to just well, you got to watch. You got to do something in between uh, in between seasons of Stranger Things. Right, exactly. It's important. Exactly right. Yeah. And and po- what's cool about podcasts as a as a musician and someone in the music world is it it's inspirational mm-hmm. and it gives you something else. To Absolutely do, right. So one of these guys that I ran into, I think through Gary V actually, mm-hmm. was a guy named Tom Bilyeu, who is the co-founder oh, right. of Quest Nutrition. Right. Yeah. 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 Which, you know, they make the bars and stuff yep. there. And and he's a fascinating dude. He's got these great... He does a podcast with his wife called Relationship Theory. Mm-hmm. His main podcast is called Impact Theory, where he has people on, like, you know, these amazing um, movers and shakers who have done 
tremendous things to inspire people right. and, and help you have this amazing high impact life. That's right. why impact theory. He talks about how he, this thing, this exact thing, this is where I got mm-hmm. the idea that, that it's not, not everybody's born with it, but that you can create it. Right. He's, he's one who says, I was not a born entrepreneur. Right. I had to learn how to do it, sort of dragged into it, kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. And he's amazing. You know, he co-founded a billion dollar corporation. Right. Right. So I think that's successful. I think you can absolutely say that that's successful. So, but he is not somebody where when he was a kid, he was, had 15 paper roots or, you know, <laughs> six or seven different, uh, you know, lemonade stands or. Right. But he's. He was maybe just thinking about how to make nutritious. He wasn't thinking about nothing. He, he wasn't thinking, thinking about any of that stuff. None of it. Not a thing. Not a, didn't okay. know what he was going to do. He thought right. his job was to be, you know, middle management. Just right. keep your head down and don't make anybody look at you. Right, right. Talk right. as little as you can. He's yeah. the, I, like, he, we were way more entrepreneurial than he was. <laughs> I mean, it just because we were like, hey, come to our gig. Hey, come right, to do exactly. You know, which you right. have to do. You got to do it. Hustling, trying to get people to chose. Yeah. Trying to create a draw. So, but, but I, I love using him as an example because he, he created it and it worked. Right. So for anybody listening who's like, I don't have that in me. I don't have to do it. Look, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be born that way. Right. Uh, you don't have to be like Lady Gaga says, be born that way. <laughs> you can create right. that entrepreneurial spirit. You don't have to wake up like that, like Beyonce. <laughs> right. It's okay. Exactly. You can create that entrepreneurial spirit because it's necessary for the career that you've decided you right. want. Right? right. And you do have a choice about what kind of career you want and what kind of career you have. How much you yeah. want to put in. Yeah. What do you want to do? All right, what do you want? Right. Reverse engineer it. And the great Gary Vee thing that he's always talking about, reverse engineering. Yep, I love that. Find out what you want. Reverse engineer it. Go backwards and right. go, all right, how do I get there? What's the what's the step right underneath it? Right. Under, right underneath that and exactly. right underneath that. And then you just climb that ladder that way. Exactly right. And that is something you can do incrementally in your life that makes a huge difference. All right. So there's... <laughs> There's us going, here's the entrepreneurial blah. This is the general idea. Right. Enough of an oversight for, for musicians and for what you need. And there's these two, as far as we think of it at the moment, we might change well, our minds. I'm mind, certain but. that there's a combination, that there are some people who are, you know, maybe, you know, not born as driven as, as Gary Vee, but who are, you know, who are born entrepreneurial, maybe just not to that to that degree. extent. Yeah. Oh, right. certainly, so certainly. And, you know, it's interesting because I just do want to, I have two things that I want to, that I want to discuss in, in that vein. One of them, one of which being that, you know, one of the things that Gary Vee does talk about all the time is you don't have to be like me. Oh yeah. You know, you, you probably can't be like me. Right. You can be entrepreneurial and, and not, you know, work, you know, six days a week, 12 hours a day, 14 hours a day, like he does. And maybe you don't want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, maybe you're happy being a teacher, you know, making a certain salary enough to have a, you know, a house and kids and, you know, or, you know, or you're, you know, you're that middle manager that you were talking about. Right. Head down and, And you know what, you love Friday night and, Saturday, getting out on the lawn, and yeah, Sundays, you know, maybe you got kids and you, you right, coach it, you, you coach, you coach it. their baseball Softball, team, yeah, their exactly. basketball team, their soccer team, right? 
And don't feel bad if that's enough for you. If that brings you joy, that's right? awesome. Exactly. Just, well, interestingly, just like being a musician. Exactly. That's, thank you very much. That My segue. That, that was, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going. That you don't have to be a musician. Right. And you well, can, for your for, for your career. career for your vocation, it, music is always going to bring you joy. Right, it's always there for you. It's always there. It's for never you. going. It's not going to go anywhere. And the 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 sublime, absolute brilliance of strumming a G chord <laughs> on an acoustic guitar, right, never goes away. Ever. It's just as brilliant and sublime if you're right. if you're by yourself on your couch. Or, you know, if it's the opening chord to Every Rose Has Its Thorn by Poison. <laughs> Although that's down a half step, so it's a thing. But 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 it's just as it's just as important and brings just as much joy right. if there's no one around to hear it. Right. And that's okay. And that I, I, like, so, so and that is where my musician mind goes. So does that make it F sharp or G flat? Um well I would call it F sharp, but it it's it's both. Okay. Just yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt your mind. I don't mantra, want to but, disappear into the music theory. And I don't want to interrupt the flacky thing. But that's what whatever. happens to me when, when I, you say something like that off the that cuff. Like but. fretless players will play uh, an F sharp slightly brighter than a G flat. <laughs> and so depending on whether you want it to be a brighter, uplifting well, sound or a darker down sound, since, you want to write it in a my, flat key or a sharp key. Or, since my main act recently has been that upright bass, that's, oh, yeah. like, that's where I'm, you know. Yeah, no, got it. So, so yes, you, you want to... Look at that as as your as a musician with your career, knowing everything that we're saying to you, and if it if you are completely overwhelmed mm-hmm. when you hear us talking about that you are an entrepreneur, right, and talking about the work. Don't tell me what to do, man. <laughs> or if you hear us talk about, hey, man, you don't have to do it for a career, and you want to reach through the speakers. And punch the us earbuds in the and strangle me. Okay, so that's good. That probably means that you're you are not somebody who yeah. should stop doing it. Exactly. The other thing that I wanted to talk about in that vein is if that's you and you want to strangle me through your earbuds when I tell you that you don't have to be a musician, mm-hmm. that you can keep it as a, an avocation rather than a vocation. Rather than a vocation. Yeah. And you also are self-aware enough to know that you're not always the best at being entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. It's really important that the people that you surround yourself with are. Yeah, you know, it's funny. That's a great way to put it. And it goes along with the, the DIY thing that we talk about, yeah. which we've changed in our minds to be... Instead of do it yourself. So it's not do it all by yourself. That we, we it's I think it's easier to think of as direct it yourself. Direct it yourself. That you don't have to have all of the strengths. You don't have to be great at everything. Right. You're, you're not. You're probably not going to You're be. not going to... I am not great at spelling. It's never going to happen. Anybody who knows me will tell you I'm never going to be great at spelling. Now, I'm better because I've worked at it. Exactly. And I did things to prevent it before there was spell check. I would carry a a dictionary around with me in my backpack. So when I was leaving people a note, I wouldn't misspell (laughs) a word and look like a dope. Exactly. But I knew. He really did that, guys. It's not not kidding. It's not a story. I'm not kidding. Um, But I knew that that was not going to be a strength for me. Right fine 
Right. I could have spent all of my time going, I'm a loser because I can't spell. I'm never, I'm never ever going to try to do anything again. And what right. I love is that what you did instead was you carried a dictionary with you. Now, we all have dictionaries with us now with our phones, right. but this is back in the day. But you were aware. Yes. You didn't just go, you know what, though? I don't care if anybody thinks I'm stupid. I'm just going to do it. Right. No, you're right. right. And, and that is slightly entrepreneurial. <laughs> okay. It is because what it is is that you were not willing to be anything less than the best version of yourself that you could be. Okay. Fair and enough. sometimes yep. that means that you got to work when you don't want to. Right. Or you got to do something that that is an extra step. Right. Right. And so I think you're all capable of that. Everybody's capable of doing that. Yes. And what I was talking about is even knowing that that extra step, right, is is there and matters, that it's still important to surround yourself with the people who are good at what you're not naturally good at. Oh, yeah. Right? So even if you get yourself a mentor yes. who can help you figure out how to do it better, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you're struggling with it, you know, because you just you don't know the, the, the ins and outs of how to do it. Right. Right? Right. Make sure your manager is entrepreneurial. Yeah. Right? Make sure your booking agent right. is entrepreneurial and not reactive. Right. Right? That's, that's somebody, that somebody involved in your booking is proactively... Is proactively looking for ways to further, not just further your career, but further their career. Yeah. Because if they're exactly looking to further right. their career, they're going to do better things for you. Exactly. Right? And on down the list. Yes. So... And knowing, sort of knowing what your, so that goes into the knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are. Definitely. And, and that's, being self-aware is, I mean, you know, crucial if you want to have a good life. Um, right. But. In anything. In anything. For sure. But is absolutely crucial mm-hmm. in, in. Your music career. Absolutely. And this is very, I think this is a touchy subject for artists. It totally is. It's kind of like being self-aware enough that you can listen to a song you wrote Mm -hmm. and go, that sucks. Or not quite. Right. Or that sucks. Totally. You know what I mean? Listen to it and go, yeah, I would turn this off if it came on the radio. (laughs) You know what I mean? We've been in bands where we wrote songs that I didn't like. Right. And when I listen back to it, I go, I don't like that song. Right. I was involved in creating it, <laughs> and I didn't like it. Yeah. Very dis- It was very uncomfortable, and, and that was not my highest point of self-awareness. Right. Right? Yeah. Once I started understanding what mattered to me, mm-hmm. I, wrote, I was a better partner in writing songs. Right. Whether it was the initiator or mm-hmm. the guy who comes in and throw some chords down for a bridge or whatever right. it is, right? Right. Because uh, I'm always looking for something that I would like. Yeah. Right? Sure. Um, be be your favorite guitar player. Right. Right? Play yeah. all the riffs that you'd, that you'd want to hear. Right. Um, all right. So, a, as an artist and being entrepreneurial, mm-hmm. what are some actionable steps that you can take well, to make sure that you're approaching your career that way. Well, I think one of the one of the best things that that we've been talking about recently with people 
is uh, you, the way you use your calendar. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. That using your calendar to schedule tasks mm-hmm. gets rid of that, uh, you know, the procrastination. Yeah. Gets rid of the overwhelmed oh, yeah. feeling of, you know, look, here's the thing. You're not going to get to everything. Nope. You just won't. Nope. So, and that can be crippling. <laughs> yep. You know? Yep. And make you just want to curl up on a ball and watch Netflix for, right. you right. know, right. 12, 14, 16 hours at a time. And, yeah. You know, eat ice cream or right corn chips or, or you know whatever. Booze or, exactly. Yeah, do crack. I don't know what your thing is. <laughs> We're not judging you. I don't know what you're doing. Whatever your thing is. But using the calendar to schedule in those things that are important for you. So look, should you be doing social every day? Yes. Yeah. Oh, if you yeah. are having a hard time getting yourself to do social every day, you put it in your calendar. Yeah. Right? Every day at 1 p.m. after I eat lunch, I'm going to post something. Yes. On all my social. But if, if that's where it goes in your calendar, please make sure that you look in the mirror first so you don't do all of your social with a chive on your tooth. <laughs> Unless that's your thing. Unless that's your thing. Exactly. Unless that's your rapper right. name. And, you know, you hate, you hate booking. Do you hate chive tooth? You, you hate booking clubs? You know, you hate booking shows for yourself? Okay, so every Wednesday from right. 2 to 4, you are going to... You're the book of the club. Right. And Wednesday from 12 to 2, you're going to research where it is that you're going to be calling. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. You, uh, you know, you, you really, you're having a really difficult time practicing those scale modes, right? Getting yourself to pick up your instrument for anything other than just, you know, pleasure. Right. Right. Just having fun. Jamming. Right. Exactly. Jamming out. Jam out. Then you're going to schedule that in that Monday through Friday, you are going to pick up your instrument and practice your whatever it is that you're struggling on from one to three. Right. And then you're going to allow yourself from three to five to play the stuff that you love. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that you're right. And then Saturday and Sunday, you're going to do a little bit more. Yes. Right. You're going to, you're going to play for a little bit longer. Absolutely. You know, if you are, you know, you're a singer and you are, you know, you hate doing warmups, right? Well, you're going to schedule that in, right? At a time where your voice is, is warm and open and, and you can do that, right? But so using your calendar as though it's an appointment. Absolutely. Right? Is a very entrepreneurial thing to do. It is, because here's the thing, we don't, you know, as musicians, you know, as artists, we don't, you know, we don't go into the office, most of right. us, you no, know, right. I mean, some of us do, some of us go into the studio, Yep. you know, and we, and you know, we're lucky enough to be in a position where we, we can do that, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, it is still, it's up to us. We're independent contractors. We yeah. are, you know, we're our own boss, most of us. Yeah. And so it's really important to delegate to yourself. Absolutely. And take away the excuses. And what I right. love about the calendar thing is that that gets to something that I've been telling people for years when we like with you know guitar students or whatever, which is don't let the lazy guy inside win. Right. The lazy guy or the lazy gal. Right. Here's how you know that we all have it. It's the person inside you that would throw the socks at the hamper, miss, miss and walk away. 
<laughs> right? And then you are like, who's going to pick those up? Right. That We all have that. Right, absolutely. The trick isn't to pretend that towel. we don't have that. You hang the towel on the hook and it falls. It falls and you leave it there. You never leave it there. Right? The, the, that, that person exists in all of us. Don't the be trick that is, person. Exa- don't, let that, it's not, don't let that person win. Don't let that person win. And so if you are accountable to don't yourself, <laughs> if you're accountable to yourself on your calendar, and you, and you can get yourself to do that, right. then that's a great skill. Look, the calendar thing might not work for you. Sure. I, whatever it is. Oh, you got to find, there is no... There's no magic bullet. Magic bullet. There's no silver bullet, man. There just isn't. There's just, just there's there's no, you know, there's no magic shoes to make you run. Nope. There's no, you know, there's baseball. There's no magic bat that's going to make you a 400 hitter. No. You know, there's no, you know, there's no magic basketball shoes that are going to make you a better free throw, free throw shooter. But one of the things that I love to do is anything that's frightening me about my career, about my art, about entrepreneurial ism you know what I mean? about, about, about the entrepreneurial spirit right exactly whatever it is if it is the thing that like feels like it's it's off the corner of your eye to the left mm-hmm. and you can kind of see it and you're kind of afraid of it right my favorite thing to do is turn directly at it look at that and just run at it exactly beat it to a pulp until exactly. it's done because then it's not scary anymore right you still might not like doing your scale modes or right. your calendar or booking gigs. booking gigs or whatever. But now you're doing it and now right. it doesn't own you and now it's not frightening. Right. Right? Yeah. You're, and you're not afraid of anything in the moment. Exactly. If you see a shark while you're swimming, you're not afraid you're going to see a shark. You're afraid you're not going to, they're going to bite you and you're not going to be like, right. you know, if you're being bitten by a shark, you're not afraid you're going to be bitten by a shark. You're afraid you're not going to get away. Right. So it's always the thing in the future. So if you, what you can control, punch the shark in the nose, you know, or whatever, whatever analogy is appropriate there. Absolutely. Well, and I think, and I also think if you're, if you're talking in terms of, of, you know, your, hmm, how you're feeling in the moment, mm-hmm. that it's really important to just understand and accept that, you know, I, <laughs> this is what's going on. Oh, right. Right. Because it, until you get to the place where you're like, I, I, God, I hate doing this. Yeah, right. Right. Unless you, if you, if you, if you stay in the moment of, I'm not good at this. I'm never going to like this. I'm never going to be good at this. This is always going to be a thing. Or worse. This is stupid, man. Right. Tom Petty never had to do this. Exactly. Here's the thing. You have no idea what Tom Petty did. Right. Exactly. Don't buy the story that right. you were fed in an article when his album was coming out in 1989, where they said, oh, we did this and this, and we just ate ice cream in the studio all day, right. because that's how we got a good tone. That was somebody's idea to feed a story so that they'd sell right. more records. Right. If, unless you were in the room, or you're talking to somebody else who was in the room, you have no idea what well, those even other then, artists Even were then, doing. they're not always going to be honest with you. Right. So, if you keep that attitude, the... This is stupid. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hate this. This It's going to continue to be a struggle. Yeah. Right? Oh, totally. If you want to move past it, you got to get to the place where you go, yeah, this isn't my favorite thing, but I'm going to do it. Right. Right? It's true. I can't believe I have to book gigs. This is stupid, man. I shouldn't have to do this. Okay, you can stay there. Right. And that's where all your energy goes. Exactly. Or right. you could, and here's the thing, you don't even have to get on the phone now. Nobody right. wants to talk to you. Right. You just send an email. Yeah, have exactly. a pleasantly worded email that's short, exactly. succinct, to the point. Right. 
mentions what's going on. You can have form ones. Just mm-hmm. do basically what you're going to say to everybody. Leave right. the name blank and leave the club name blank. Have that in a Word file or whatever you're using. Right. Copy and paste it into your email. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. You don't even have to. T- you could cry the whole time you're doing it. I'm not <laughs> suggesting you do, but you could. We didn't even. Used to, we couldn't cry in the old days. I can't believe I would do this. There's no crying in booking. There's no crying in booking. <laughs> we had to pretend and be pleasant enough. Hey, yeah, no, that's great. Sure, yeah. yell at me. Absolutely. All right. Talk to you later. Right. That. that right. And we don't. You, so you can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. But but do it. Yeah. And and exactly. Well, and again, with everything else that, that goes along with being an entrepreneur, don't forget the research. Yeah. That's something that should be in your calendar. Yep. I'm going to spend these hours, these days, yep. reading articles about people like me. And you don't have to know everything. You sh- you're not going to know right? everything. If somebody says something to you in band practice and you don't know what they're saying, say, um, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Right. Oh, we want to, we want to do a, a diminished chord there. And let's say you didn't take any right. lessons. You don't have to like, go, I don't know what that is, man. I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. Well, diminished chords and minor chord with a flat fifth, and you know, so you're the bass player, so you could play either the root or the flat five or right. the minor three. Right. Oh, okay. What's the what's the flat five? Oh, it looks like this. Oh, cool. Got it. Exactly. Now you know, right. right? So you don't have to know everything. And here's the thing: if when you ask, they get pissy at you, it's because they don't know it well enough to explain it. Right. Or maybe you just don't want to be in a band with them. Right. Absolutely. Now, that's fine too. Yeah. But asking when you don't know something is so much better. Than pretending you already know. Right. Right? Or, or, you know, I don't know, whatever. Getting angry yeah. or whatever, whatever the deal would be. So. Right. Uh, yeah. So entrepreneurial. You are one. You, you are an entrepreneur. If you are a musician. You are. You are an entrepreneur. You don't have to like it. You don't. You don't have to feel like that's your superpower. Absolutely not. It's probably not. It might not be. Otherwise, you'd just be an entrepreneur. Right. But there, are, but you know who are great entrepreneurs on stage? Who the hype man? The hype man or hype woman or the hype, hype woman? The hype where they, they're just, <sighs> you know, they're the, the, I I so I just admire that. that so much that you know, woo, come on, everybody, get up, exactly, let's go. But here's the thing, right? That that that's their that's their gig, and and being an entrepreneur is a part of your gig. Yeah, it just is. It is. So and, if you want to know more about that. Listen to listen to Gary V. Yeah, you know, listen to uh, Tom Tom Bilyeu, uh, Impact Theory. Listen, yeah. there's there's all kinds there's of there's a great, bunch. I like those two because although they're they're all about business as well, it's really about life skills. Is what they're it talking is. about, and and that is completely transferable to being a musician. Absolutely, any podcast that you can is. find where or or anything or somebody you talk to mm-hmm. where they're pushing you back toward being your best self. Absolutely. That's always going to help your art, man. It's going to help all of that's it. That's always going to help your, your career. It's going to help your career. It's going to help yeah. your entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. And and as much as you can, um, see this through a positive lens. That it's, it's, this is making your career better. This is making your life better. This is making your day-to-day better. Having this knowledge. Having this knowledge. You're, you're not stupid because you didn't already know this. Exactly. I'm saying that to myself. Because I always, oh, I should already know. You know what I mean? You, that, no, you know it now. That's exactly. cool. And you can continue researching it now. Because remember, you got this. We got you back. 